Good morning, wet shavers, coffee lovers, and podcast listeners everywhere. It's Mark with GeorgeTune.com. It's time for another second cup. So grab a cup of coffee, kick back, relax, put in your earbuds, adjust your speaker volume, and let's talk some wet shaving and a few other things in podcast form. In case you didn't know, Second Cup is a podcast that will give you some additional information that didn't make the Monday morning mailbag deadline. This might be something that is time sensitive. For instance, a sale that could be ending before the next three MB airs, or a piece of late-breaking information that viewers have passed along that is equally time-sensitive, or something else regarding the wet-shaving world that needs to be broadcast in a timely fashion. And we'll also have some time to chit-chat and discuss some other things like coffee, movies, streaming shows, books, that sort of thing. So thanks for tuning in to Second Cup. And I hope you subscribe to the podcast, where you can also find episodes of the Monday Morning Mailbag in podcast form. I hope you're enjoying a cup of coffee with me. We'll get the show underway in just a moment. Thanks for joining me. Well, good morning, everyone, and welcome to the August 14th, 2023 episode of Second Cup. My gosh, August 14th, we're into the second week of August. Where is summer going? (laughs) My gosh. But then again, we still have a good solid month of summer ahead of us. It won't really become fall, uh, the autumn season, until the middle of September sometime. What is that, the 20th, 21st, somewhere around there? So we have a a good month of uh, summer ahead of us with some really, really nice, warm, summery, sunny days ahead of us. But uh, when we get into the uh, autumn season here in Northeast Ohio, we have what many many to uh, be believed to be some of the nicest weather that we see all year round. We have these really nice summer-like days uh, with a lot of nice sunshine and cool, crisp evenings that are just great for uh, sleeping. You know, you can open up the windows, low humidity, that sort of thing. doesn't get too cool at night to where you can't have the windows open. So, uh, yeah, that first part of the autumn season we have some really, really nice, nice weather. So looking forward to that. And uh, really, you know, uh, it's kind of a roll of the dice at times, but into October, we have some great, great weather. And uh, also into sometimes into early November, we have some nice, mild weather. Uh, And right about then, I think in November, it could be really, really changeable towards the middle to the end of November. You never know what what Mother Nature is going to hand you. But uh, the point is, uh, from about now going forward to probably, I would say, middle of October, maybe even end of October, we have some nice, nice weather. So we have a lot of nice weather to look forward to, and I hope you do as well. And I hope you're enjoying a cup of coffee with me this morning. I happen to have uh, Aldi, Aldi uh, breakfast blend. This is right here in the cup. You can hear, I only, ha- I only have many of these cups left, these Keurig cups. I made it in my Keurig machine this morning. Uh, I got about four of these left. This is the uh, their breakfast their breakfast blend, fair trade certified. It has a picture of a rooster on the package, so you'll know. And it really is a very, very nice cup of coffee. They describe it as lively and crisp. Uh, this blend combines hints of sweet cocoa, crisp dried fruits, and spices. This is a lively coffee with a balanced flavor. It is very, very nice. It's a medium roast, 
although it tends to go towards a light, lighter roast, but it's right there in the medium roast uh, territory there. And uh, those, as we've, as, as we've mentioned before, those coffee notes are just written descriptions of the aroma, taste, and character of a coffee. They're, those kinds of ingredients are not infused uh, in any way artificially. This is a 100% Arabica coffee. So it is a very, very nice cup of coffee. And I, again, I hope you're enjoying a, a cup of coffee with me on this August day. And uh, I happened to see a meme that was, <laughs> that was very, very funny and very pertinent to uh, this being the second week of August. Uh, and here's what it said. August already? September is practically next week. Time to pick out a Halloween costume and start your Christmas shopping. Happy New Year, everybody. <laughs> I thought that was absolutely perfect. The, the way that describes the month of August, absolutely perfect. It's just, it's almost like, well, August is here. Come on, let's just rush ahead and get, get all these holidays lined up and let's get going on them. Uh, in college, um, you know, uh, coincidentally or ironically, uh, well, I, I would say coincidentally, yes. Uh, coincidentally, in college, I had a, uh, uh, a friend in the dormitories, uh, and he did all of his Christmas shopping the first week of September. He just did all of his Christmas shopping the first week of September, got it all done, all wrapped, all set to go, and then, then he didn't have to worry about it at the last minute. Are you like that? Or do you do that kind of thing? Do you get all your Christmas shopping done like right as <laughs> September rolls around, uh, not worrying about any uh, Christmas uh, shopping sales or Black Friday sales or anything like that. Uh, that's what he did, and I thought that was the first time I had, I had ever heard of that. And I keep telling myself every year, I might do that. I never do. <laughs> I never do. I always wait for Black Friday specials and uh, the Christmas shopping season, that sort of thing. Well, anyhow, I hope you're enjoying a cup of coffee with me this morning. We got some uh, great comments this morning on today's show, uh, some really, really great topics, and we'll get to it all in just a moment. So let's pay a few bills, and then we'll get the show underway. Well, this Saturday, we posted a video on how to build a lather just using bloom water. We've been talking about this on the Monday Morning Mailbag, and I decided to do a video on this. It was posted this past Saturday. If you missed it, check it out. Anyhow, we had a lot of great comments on uh, this video, a lot of great discussion. I was, I was just really, really happy to see a lot of people post comments and uh, their thoughts about uh, building a lather with bloom water. And it seems to me that there is a consensus in one area or one point of uh, building this kind of lather. Let me see if you can guess what it is. Uh, we'll go over some of these comments here because they really, really are very, very insightful. Uh, Scott Martin wrote, to each his own, but I have to say, boom, my shoulder hurts. <laughs> this is the most lathering I have ever seen in my life. Wow. I appreciate the guys that are trying to be as frugal as they can possibly be, but that didn't look very fun. Very interesting experiment, though. Glad you did it, Mark. Cheers, Scott. Uh, Lindsay wrote, interesting experiment, Mark. Seems like a lot of work for less than adequate lather. I always enjoy your videos. Thanks, Lindsay. Uh, Matt wrote, interesting video, Mark, uh, using just bloom water to make a lather, but it looks like it will work with some patience and arm strength. 
Might have to give your arm a rest before you start to shave. <laughs> Take care, Mark. Uh, here's what Wally Pankowski wrote. Mark, that's a lot of work and additional time. I prefer a method you reviewed several years ago, the Marco method, but with a twist. Uh, I take about a half teaspoon of soap and press it down into the bottom of the bowl. I take a fully wet brush and start building a lather. Very little additional water is needed, and boom, lather in a very short time. Uh, this came from JT. Hi, Mark. It seems to me that you should have lathered your face with it to show how thin that lather was. I would think that lather would dissipate, but it would still be slick enough to shave a la Williams Mug Soap. Uh, Chris uh, Eikenberry wrote, uh, looks like a lot of work. Uh, Stephen Hauer said in part, interesting experiment, but I'd be too exhausted to shave after that. <laughs> you know what? I, I guess the consensus here is that it's a lot of work to develop a lather from just the bloom water. Now, as I mentioned in the video, and I'll repeat here again, I think perhaps I dumped too much water, <clears throat> pardon me, too much water into the lathering bowl. Maybe if I had used half that amount of water on the puck, uh, maybe the water would have been a little more concentrated and I would have been able to develop a lather in half the time. That's just a guess on my part. But I think the consensus here, uh, the consensus here is that, yeah, it was a lot of work to develop that lather. And I, and I agree, it was. I mean, I did a lot of uh, agitating and swirling of that brush in the lathering bowl. And uh, yeah, it was, a, it was a lot of work. I have to agree. And it took a long amount of time. I contrast that to what uh, viewers like Jimmy V and others uh, say about uh, Phoenix Shavings CK6 shaving soaps. They swirl, they load the brush. They swirl and load the brush in a puck of CK6 shaving soap maybe five or six times. And then they go right to their lathering bowl and almost instantly in seconds, boom, lather. I mean, it's right there. And if you've seen my video where I've used the Phoenix shaving uh, shave soaps in CK6, yeah, you, you get that. It's absolutely amazing. And of course, a lot of the tallow-based soaps that I've used uh, have a, a nice response time as well. And you get these really, really rich, thick, creamy lathers. So uh, yeah, that was a nice experiment. But I agree with uh, a lot of the viewers out there who have posted these comments about the time involved. Yeah, a lot of time involved in doing that. Now, I can understand if you have a little bit of shaving soap uh, left. Uh, maybe this kind of method will help extend that a little bit if you're, um, if you're being a, a little more frugal for whatever reason, uh, that could help. And, and again, I agree with um, JT when he said that I should have applied the lather to my face to kind of get an idea of uh, if it was going to dissipate or thin out, that sort of thing. You know what? I forgot to do that. I should have done that. Uh, I may make another video next time around and again, use half the amount of water, see how long it takes to develop that lather and then paint it on my face and see what kind of result, uh, I get. I, I will say this, and I think I noted this in the video that the lather did not have that density and body that you get from just loading directly from the soap puck. Uh, so that density and that body 
really isn't there. Uh, there is some, but not as much as you get from loading your brush directly from the soap puck. Um, and I think that stands the reason, obviously. But uh, I'm also thinking that JT is correct in, in that there will be a lot of slickness there, though, enough slickness to get a shave. Uh, but after doing this, i got to be honest with you, <laughs> I'm just going to just load my brush in the soap puck and build a lather that way and enjoy my shave. Uh, for those of you out there who um, you know want to be a little more frugal, well, that's, that's absolutely fine. I'll make note again of the uh, blog post by Douglas Smythe, who created the blooming technique. I'll link it again below so you can read that because he goes over all the uh, all the points of uh, of blooming uh, shave soap with water, uh, if the scent is going to dissipate, and um, uh, just just the overall process. He answers a lot of questions, is what I'm saying. So check that out. Uh, because it's a very, very informative blog uh, blog post from the man who created this technique of blooming a shave soap. So my thanks to everyone who uh, commented uh, regarding that shaving video. I think what we're going to do is we're going to we're going to share these comments and probably a, probably several others as they come in in the next Monday morning mailbag. So you're getting kind of a sneak peek uh, in the Second Cup podcast this morning. So my thanks again to everyone who commented and contributed to the discussion. Thanks again, folks. Really do appreciate it. Well, as long as we're talking about building a lather, let me give you a heads up on a shaving soap that I came across courtesy of a Facebook post from Douglas Smythe. And the link that he posted led right to Epic Peppermint Artisan Shaving Soap from Phoenix Shaving. This is an ultra-premium CK6 formula. Here's the scent profile. Powerful, minty fresh, camphoraceous, cooling, distinctive, and nostalgic. How about that? It's peppermint. It's peppermint and nothing else. And it sounds absolutely wonderful. As they write on the product page, Epic Peppermint is just bursting with energy. That's what it's called. It's called Epic Peppermint. Epic Peppermint is just bursting with energy. It's true, folks. One whiff of this classic scent will have you ready to face the day with a smile, or if you're a night shaver, send you off to a soothing slumber with visions of awesome dancing in your head. How about that? And as they write in part on the product page, it's no shocker why this scent is adored by everyone considering what a long relationship it has had with mankind. Peppermint was well known to the Egyptians who dedicated mint to the god Horus. How about that? Uh, maybe it takes you back to your own childhood with all the peppermint candy and gum and cakes and even soaps. Then there's coffee drinks, teas, booze, and tobacco too. Peppermint just rocks. And they also have some uh, fun peppermint facts here on the product page. I'll read some of those to you in part. It now grows wild throughout Europe, North America, and Australia, and is one of the few essential oil plants grown in the U.S. where the rainfall, temperature, and soil conditions in Michigan and Central Oregon are ideal for high oil production. How about that? I never knew that. Uh, scientists agree that it's a strong mental and physical stimulant that can help one concentrate and stay awake and alert. Uh, how about that? And as they wrap up here, Epic Peppermint is made with pure 
peppermint essential oil. That's it. Time to shave with the weight of history. Epic. Yeah, this sounds absolutely wonderful. And it's one of these shave soaps that I was not aware of uh, at Phoenix Shaving. I don't know how I missed this, but I'm glad I saw the Facebook post from Douglas Smythe. And I'm really happy to pass it along to you. So if you're looking for just uh, so if you're looking for a shave soap that is just that has just a pure peppermint scent, check out Epic Peppermint because that's it. It's just peppermint, and it sounds absolutely awesome. I'm definitely going to give this a closer look myself because. I love peppermint, and I think this kind of shave soap, peppermint, will go well with a lot of other uh, aftershaves, you know, Paraso Green and some of the other things in the mint spectrum from other artisan soap makers, other soaps and aftershaves that you have on the shelf that have that peppermint quality. Looks like this will will complement some of those aftershaves and balms that you might have. At least that's my thinking. Obviously, though, if I get this, and I think I'm, put <laughs> it this way, it's going on my wish list. Next order I get, next order I make, this is going to be in my cart. Uh, when I get this, uh, it's going to be the uh, the shave soap, the aftershave splash, and the balm. And then down the road, I'll mix and match with some other things I have that have the eucalyptus menthol mint kind of quality uh, to them. So really looking forward to this one. Epic Peppermint Artisan Shaving Soap from Phoenix Shaving. I'll have a link in the description below. And uh, I'm going to grab these notes and put it into 3MB and talk about it in the next Monday morning mailbag. So here's another topic that we give a sneak peek to here on the Second Cup Podcast. Thanks for tuning in, and I'm glad to give you a little bit of this sneak peek. And again, we'll talk about it in the Monday morning mailbag. But because you tuned in, you're ahead of the curve. Epic Peppermint Artisan Shaving Soap. From Phoenix Shaving. Well, since we're in the second week of August, I wanted to remind you one more time that Zach Norton of Norton Custom Design has a promotion going on at his Etsy store. Uh, his Etsy store, again, is Norton Custom Design. And that promotion code is 3MBAG, and that entitles you to 15% off until September 1st. 2023. Again, use the code 3MBAG. That's the number three, capital M, capital B, capital A, capital G, 3MBAG, and you'll get 15% off until September 1st, 2023. So I just wanted to remind everyone here that if you're looking for one of those great 3D printed razor cases that he makes for the Henson and the Ascension Select. And I think he's got one for the Rockwell 6C6S. Uh, he's got some great stuff up there. So check it out. Uh, if you order from him, use the code 3MBAG. You'll get 15% off until September 1st, 2023. So I want to make mention of that again because it's a very, very nice offer. And he has very generously contributed three of these 3D printed razor cases to the 10,000 subscriber prize package giveaway that we're doing on the Monday morning mailbag. We've been talking about that. 
We're not quite to 10,000 subscribers just yet, but when we get there, we're doing this absolutely spectacular giveaway. A lot of great shaving gear has been contributed by a lot of great viewers out there. Check that out on the Monday Morning Mailbag where we show some of, we showcase some of the items that have been coming in and uh, we thank the uh, folks who have uh, made that made this giveaway possible. So uh, you might want to check that out. But I just wanted to mention again that Zach Norton of Norton Custom Design has this promotion going until September 1st, 2023. Use the code 3MBAG and get 15% off until September 1st, 2023. Well, in a recent Monday morning mailbag, we asked the question, if you had $100 to spend on Amazon.com, what shaving gear would you buy? Actually, that was a question that was posed by viewer Tim Whitcup. And uh, we did get some really, really nice comments regarding that. I just got this comment in this morning from viewer Christian Ortlep from Germany. Hey, Christian, thanks very much for tuning in uh, all the way over there in Europe. Really, really do appreciate it. Anyhow, Christian commented on this topic and he wrote, Hi, Mark. Nice 3MB like ever. It's funny because I had the same question in mind, what to buy on Amazon for 100 euros, which is like the $100 Amazon question. I would buy a slant razor, some razor blades, uh, maybe an alum stick, uh, shaving soap with fitting aftershave and prep cream. But if you're new to wet shaving, I would buy a blade variety set of blades, a good shaving brush, a beginner's razor like a 34C or a DE89 or so on, a soap, an aftershave, and an alum stick. That is what I would buy. Looking forward to tomorrow's 3MB. Greetings from Germany, Christian. Again, Christian, thanks for tuning in all the way from Germany. Really, 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 really great to hear from you. And it's always great to hear from all these viewers, uh, not only in the United States, from uh, all around the world. I'm really, really flattered by that. So thank you so much for taking the time to tune in and also taking the time to comment. Thank you very, very much. Anyhow, a really, really great answer from Christian. Uh, getting a, a slant razor is a really, really good choice, in my opinion, because slant razors are absolutely fantastic. Get some razor blades that you like. That's what he added there. I for omitted that. Some razor blades I like. I skipped over that. But that's, I think that's integral there. Get some razor blades you like. And there are a lot of great choices out there too. Uh, an alum stick, shaving soap, that sort of thing. An absolutely great answer. And I agree with the, um, the approach if you're a beginner. Uh, you know, get a, a good beginner's razor. And a 34C is, or a Merker 34C is a very, very good beginner's razor, as is uh, an Edwin Jagger DE89. And get a good, good shaving soap. Tabak comes to mind. Tabak's a great, great shave soap. Uh, readily available on Amazon. As a matter of fact, Tabak, uh, made in Germany, uh, Tabak was a game changer for me when uh, I first used it. Absolutely fantastic. It just upped my wet shave something wonderfully. I absolutely love Tabak. So yeah, I think Tabak would be a great choice for a good shave soap to use if you're a beginner. And uh, yeah, aftershaves like uh, Club and Pinot, uh, these are all great, great products you can find on Amazon. Well, anyhow, the reason why I'm reading Christian's message is because Tim Whitcup actually shared with me what he did purchase with that $100 gift card uh, that he was holding. 
And uh, <laughs> I'm going to share it with you now. Probably going to share both of these uh, comments in the next Monday morning mailbag. Again, if you're tuning in the second cup, you're getting a bit of a sneak peek. Uh, Tim Whitcup wrote, here is everything I got off Amazon with my $100. Palmolive shave cream, Nivea shave cream, JE and Company brush. Now, this is the, uh, we've reviewed this. Uh, Bob LaRoe introduced us to the shaving brush. This is the Jekwell and Coreno, Coren, Corenvio. Jekwell and Corenvio shave brush. Really a nice, nice shaving brush at a really, really nice uh, price point. Uh, it goes by, I guess, two names, JE and Company, uh, and also Jekwell and Corenvio. Um, so that's the shave brush he got. Uh, he also got Chella Shave Soap, a Timeless Shave Bowl, a Merker 42C Razor, and a Parker 78R Razor. Wow. He got a lot of great, great gear for that $100. He got a really nice shaving brush that comes at a nice price point. He got some really, really terrific, terrific shaving cream. That Palmolive is terrific stuff, as is the Nivea. I'm assuming he got the Nivea Sensitive Shaving Cream. That's really, really very good. Chella Shave Soap, you can't go wrong. That is absolutely fantastic. Tim, I'm not sure you didn't indicate it here. They sell a red and a green. I'm assuming when you just said Chella, you got Chella Red. That's awesome. That's their tallow-based shave soap. Green is their vegan recipe. They're both, both terrific. That Timeless Shave Bowl, I agree, is absolutely fantastic. Great for home or travel. The Mercur 42C, I have not used the Mercur 42C, but I've used that Parker 78R uh, viewer. Jamie Horn, I believe, was the uh, viewer who introduced us to that razor. That's a fantastic, fantastic razor at a really, really nice price point. I uh, just love the heft, the size of the handle, the way the razor head shaves. End tabs, as I recall, are enclosed in the razor head. So, yeah, it's a terrific, terrific uh, razor. Uh, and that razor... I would say is a very good one for a beginner wet shavers, uh, the seven, the Parker 78R. It's a terrific, terrific razor. Uh, anyhow, Tim continued in another message to me. I used my shave bowl today, and wow, that thing is amazing. That's actually my first real shave bowl. I used a dab of palm olive and my J&E Company J.E. and Company Shave Brush. Boom! Lather! <laughs> Absolutely great to hear, Tim. And uh, yeah, I agree. That shave bowl really is a good, good choice. And it's neat that the folks at Timeless Razor offer that on Amazon as well. Because if you got a gift card, that sort of thing, you can get a nice Timeless uh, Shave Gear product up there. And the shave bowl is available. And it really is a nice, nice shave bowl. High impact plastic, so don't worry if you drop it. And it makes a great lather. Now, some viewers out there have said that they would like to see that timeless bowl with um, you know, a little shorter, so the walls aren't as deep, so to speak. But uh, I find the, 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 the walls are about the same height. I think I did a comparison this, uh, of this already. It's the same height as the uh, travel scuttle from Phoenix Shaving. Uh, so, um, so the outside is the same height. It's just the interior is a little different because the travel scuttle is a scuttle. Uh, it's not as deep because you're filling an inner chamber with water. So obviously that, that inner bowl is not going to be as deep, but the, um, the, the timeless razor shave bowl, uh, yeah, has a lot of depth to it. Uh, so it's the same height as the, 
travel scuttle from Phoenix Shaving. So uh, it's going to travel in the same way as my point. Uh, same height, about the same diameter. Uh, it's just that because there's no inner chamber there, <laughs> your brush goes in a little deeper, which, which is why I think it has the illusion, so to speak, of having higher walls when, in fact, it's the same height as the travel scuttle from Phoenix Shaving. But yeah, a terrific, terrific, terrific choice. I love using my shave bowl. Love the um, the Timeless Razor Shave Bowl. Love the Parker 78R. Mercur 42C, I don't believe I have one of those. I'll have to check. I don't think I have one of those. I really should check the Amazon product page. Hang on while I do that right now. Yeah, I just checked on Amazon, and I do not have the 42C. This is a short-handled razor from Mercur that has... Uh, I wouldn't call it ornate, but it does have some unique knurling on it, and uh, it has flats on the sides of the handle for really, really nice gripping, and those flats have some kind of slots or some kind of knurling cut into it, so it enables you to get a nice grasp of it. Looks like there are four flats, four, four, it looks like there's four or five sides, flat sides to the handle. It's not completely a round diameter. There are flats there. I would think, I, from the photograph, it looks like it's probably four flats, something like that. And uh, it looks like a really, really nice razor. And there is some, um, a bit of an ornate kind of pattern cut into the, uh, to the handle, like a little bit of a crisscross pattern. Uh, so yeah, it's got a really unique look to it. And if I recall correctly, I think they sold a version where the the knurling was a little more uh, a little more ornamental. The the patterning on that handle was a little more ornate, uh, and I think now they've gone to just a a rather industrial kind of looking knurling, kind of like a cross hatch kind of look to it. But again, there are about four or five sides flat sides to this handle where that knurling is cut into it. So it looks like it's going to provide a really, really nice grip. So yeah, Tim did great. Tim, you did absolutely great. You got some really, really nice, nice shaving gear for a hundred dollars. You got two really, really nice, nice razors at uh, some great, great price points and shave cream and a brush and a shaving bowl. Wow, you did absolutely great, Tim. Hey, thanks for sharing that with us. And Christian, thanks for sharing all of your recommendations as well. Really, really do appreciate it, gentlemen. Thanks again very, very much. Now, before I get out of here, I'm not going to recommend a movie or a book or a television show this week. I'm going to recommend a commercial, a classic TV commercial. This was passed along to us by viewer Robert Ross. This is a 1960s TV Gillette commercial. This is Agent G-Man Faces Trouble. That's what it's called. If you go up to uh, YouTube, search for 60s TV Gillette commercial, Agent G-Man Faces Trouble. Search for that and you'll see this classic, classic Gillette uh, shaving commercial from the 1960s, and it looks like it, uh, it features a Gillette Fat Boy. If I, if I, if I'm correct in looking at that razor, it sure does look like a Fat Boy. I don't think it's a Gillette Slim. Looks like a Gillette Fat Boy. But here, I'll give you a little bit of audio from uh, the commercial. I don't think I'm going to be violating anything here by dropping this audio in. Check it out. People with trouble call me. My name is Gillette. I was in my office when the blonde busted in. 
My man, he's... Too fresh? Too rough. Look at my face. Uh-huh. Let's go. On the way to his apartment, I got her story. Sad. A man had never used the perfect shaving method. I met the problem. Face. To face. Your girlfriend, right? Right. You've been rubbing up her face, right? Right. But we're great together, honey. Wrong. You need a real smooth shave. And at that point, he pulls out what appears to be a uh, Gillette Fat Boy. Just a little bit of it. I won't play the whole thing. It's about a minute and 17 seconds in length. <laughs> really, really neat, classic shaving uh, commercial done in a film noir kind of private eye detective style. <laughs> really, really very, very neat. So uh, check it out when you get a chance. My thanks to uh, viewer Robert Ross for passing this along. It really is a great nostalgic look at how Gillette was marketing uh, their razors and their blades. And really, really neat to see what appears to be a Gillette fat boy in that commercial. Uh, so check it out. I will have a link below in the description. But uh, if for some reason you can't get to the description, just do a search on YouTube for 60s TV Gillette commercial, Agent G-Man Faces Trouble. My thanks again to viewer Robert Ross for passing it along. And that wraps up another second cup. Thanks so much for tuning in again. I really do appreciate it. I sure hope you enjoyed today's show. If you did, please share, please subscribe, and pass it along to a fellow wet shaver or friend. My thanks to everyone who commented and contributed to today's show. And I mean this sincerely. Without you, this microphone would be silent. If Second Cup or the Monday Morning Mailbag aren't showing up in your regular podcast feed, please drop me a line at mondaymailbag at gmail.com and we'll try to get it all sorted out. So again, thank you all very much. I look forward to getting together with you again on these podcast airwaves. Until then, enjoy the day, enjoy your shave, and enjoy that second cup. <laughs>